Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Reverend Dr. Kwaja Bwatenbempa. Reverend Dr. Kwaja Bwatenbempa is the senior pastor and visioneer of Holy Hill Chapel, Assemblies of God. An anointed, energetic, and practical teacher, this servant of God will inspire you with practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. Let's put our hands together, honoring God's servant. So we want to listen to testimonies. And I will begin with two powerful documented testimonies from some of the sons of the prophet who are not here with us. And after that, I will invite two others to share their testimonies live. And I pray you will be blessed as you listen. Supernatural church growth, a miracle car through obedience to divine instructions. And this is by Pastor Sasu Samuel. He says, my lecturer, who is one of the pastors in Holy Hill Chapel, introduced me to the Sons of the Prophet Conference early this year, 2023. And so without hesitation, I started attending the monthly conferences and paid attention to all that Papa was teaching on church growth, kingdom prosperity, and other kingdom stuff. And I say to the glory of God that as I committed myself to obeying the covenant principles being taught by Papa, I began to experience massive growth in my life and ministry, not only in terms of the number of souls being added to the church, but also in material terms. He said, previously, I was using an old car which was giving me problems. However, as I testify today, the Lord has given me a new car, a four-wheel Hyundai Santa Fe. This is the new car the Lord has given him. I expect you to be more excited about this testimony because God is about to replicate it in your life. I want to thank God for connecting me to Papa and giving me opportunity to learn from him. And our father said, once you are connected, you will be affected. Let's celebrate Jesus for this testimony. Yes. I know most of the time when we gather, many pastors and ministers don't want to share testimonies. God has done many, many, many things for us. And so we are sharing this on behalf of all of us and the few who are here going to come to the altar to share. The next testimony is about supernatural provision of 10,400 Ghana cities by prophet's offering. Now, this brother is currently on a mission trip in Togo. So we are sharing this testimony on his behalf. He says, I took an envelope on daddy's birthday to sow a seed of $200. Now, this was money I was saving towards my project. But I decided to give it as a seed because it was not up to the amount I needed to complete the project. Now, watch what happened after he dropped that $200. He said, just last week, that is in the second week of December, I received Momo alert of 8000 400 galaxies from an unknown person. And I waited to hear from the person, but till today, no one has called to claim the money. That is miracle money. Will you clap your hands for the Lord? Yes. 
And now listen to what happened to his son who brought the seed on his behalf. He said, additionally, my son who came to drop the seed on my behalf also received 2,000 Ghana cities from his boss. Now listen to how the son described the boss. He said, the boss is a wicked boss, meaning he's very stingy. So for a stingy boss in Ghana's hard economy to give you 2,000 Ghana cities, it means the hand of God moved him to do that. Hallelujah. He said, I released only $200, and the Lord has given me and my son a total of 10,400 Ghana cities. God bless you, Papa, for your teachings, which have opened our eyes to the covenant highway to prosperity. Let's celebrate the Lord once again for this testimony. Wow. So now let's receive Pastor Maxwell to share his testimony. Yes, testimony of favor supernatural deliverance and many other things <laughs> hallelujah Amen. let's thank jesus the owner and the builder of his church let's thank our daddy oh give it up let's thank our mommy hallelujah i have many testimonies many but because of time I... hey. daddy thank you hallelujah so okay so i will share four <laughs> so the first one uh, starting this year I think I came to daddy that uh, I, I want to travel hallelujah so daddy prayed for me I got a visa last year so we love it take it and I had an amount of money for the ticket but God told me to sew so when I sewed it then Satan told me you are a stupid man you see <laughs> You have sewn your ticket. And at that time, the ticket was rocketing like something. So I came to mommy. Mommy, take it. He said, oh, don't worry. And then, God being so good, my, some of our church people gathered and they gave me the money. <laughs> and I traveled. And when I traveled, favor, favor, favor. And Bishop Sam also did a marvelous work in Denver. Hallelujah. Come see me in Denver. Hallelujah. <laughs> And so, by the grace of God, we came. So, when I came, I presented a small seat to daddy. Then he said, you will travel the whole world. I, I tapped. Then my professor called me. He said, we are going to South Africa. Then we passed through South Africa. We passed through, passed through Kenya. So, the grace is working. Hallelujah. And then, we came to one of the sons of the prophet. Also, about to visit. Daddy said, Master King. You know, when daddy talked like that, spiritually, he has picked something. And at that time, we were going to do an operation at Adam Kwame, operation, empty Adam Kwame. So we were doing three days dry fasting. So when I came and daddy prayed for me, he prayed for me on Thursday. Then on Friday, when we were about to go, it's raining heavily. And those people who know our area, when it rains, the bridge over there. In fact, within one week, it drawn four people. And so, and father, that's why they are saying they are, they are going to remove this MP. So, <laughs> but before they were, before you can cross the river, you have to get some like on your car, truck, then all of you being, then they become heavy so that you can cross the river. And so, uh, a Kia car came, and then uh, my daughter said, Daddy, don't let us board this car. I said, No, no, I'm going to 
So we, we sat in the back in the truck. Then the man said, Oh, where the mood into where the Then my daughter came again. Said, No, Daddy, I don't, I don't feel well. Let's get out. I said, Yes, where the where I could into the other kind of the missy. So there was another one behind us. And then as we were about to go there, I said, almost say, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Then we came back, daddy, right in my eyes. Two, the car were in like that, it turned like this. Two people right in my eyes, all of them got drowned. They couldn't come out. So then I understood that God said, I will exchange men for your life. Right there in my eyes. And then before that, on Wednesday, my daughter had a dream. When we were doing the drive fasting, daddy said, daddy, when I had a dream, you and one person in our house were gone. And so I said, I cancel it. So that day, my daughter and me was the one. But the prophet has already prayed on Thursday. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then the other one. This Tuesday, I went to pray. And then in a Christian village, it's like forest. So, even the forest alone, I didn't see anything. When they were coming to my car, then here comes a big snake facing me. And then there was nothing to use. I prayed in tongues. Then I saw some stick. Then I broke it. Then I hit it. Then the thing was coming to me like that. It was coming to me. Then I started praying in tongues. Then I gathered momentum. Then I killed it like that. The moment I killed then something jumped out of me like that. This Tuesday. That is total deliverance. And then to crown it all, my two daughters wrote a BC. And I told them, whatever will come is what I'm going to send you. I won't go and pay any bribe. Uh, that, because, you know, Louis and Wegehe is 12,000 now. And my two daughters, that's me, 24,000. So I told them that it will not happen like that. Then one day exams came. I didn't like it, but I have a professor friend of mine. He said, So the last Tuesday I was there. But through that, the two daughters, they said, We will so see them go for so winning. One is 30, one is 15 years. So they went for so winning. They said, God, as we are going for so winning, give us grade A school. So on that week, Tuesday, my professor friend was also for money me and don't you know we ask Don't you know we ask and to Not a penny. We didn't pay anything. And then I friend of mine was also for a more provision some people be a matoni. So I'm here to thank my father and my mother and the whole church and all of you. God bless you for that. After church growth, the church growth one, you know, last year, I lived last year, I came to daddy, and I told daddy that there was a lady, anytime he came to give announcement, the number will reduce. <laughs> you see, you don't know. So, I heard that, and then I heard a voice that, if you don't come to tell your father, you have an empty chair. The chair that is crossing like 240. The church reduced like that. I was wild. You see, people don't know how I'm coming here Tuesday. So then, at the moment the lady moved, then the church started growing like that. I reshuffled the lady. He just left. The church started growing. And this year, we have crossed our 200. <laughs> and so, daddy, 
And then we have started live group. We call it home cells. We have also started live groups and and now that's I'm saying. Today we have two. We have crusade, and we are we are finishing it with crusade with MT Adam Kwame. Daddy, thank you. The grace it is working. God bless you. The grace indeed is working everywhere. It is applied with faith. Thank you, Jesus. Let's welcome Pastor Isaac. Pastor Isaac is talking about church that was built supernaturally in six months. Hallelujah. Uh, We thank God for what he has done. And I want to thank God for my father, Reverend Dr. Kodjobuatin Bampai, and mommy, for this great opportunity. Hallelujah. I'm testifying, as uh, Reverend uh, Pastor Maswell said, I'm also testifying many, many ones. Uh, Number one, I'm testifying of how God uh, uh, brought us breakthrough through daddy's instruction. Uh, uh, I went to Wenchi to start a church two years ago, and I came to the sons of the prophet. So we were doing, I think I met daddy and I told him about how we want, I want to start a radio ministry. So the prophet prophesied and told me, go and do it by faith. So I started a radio ministry, don't, don't know where money will be coming from, whatever. But by the grace of God, two years down the line, we are doing live preaching on two radio stations in Wenchi. And it is booming. And the, the, the miracle here is that one of the radio stations that we started, or the second one, it is a total Islamic radio station. Founded, workers and everybody is Islam. So when I was preaching at the previous radio station, one of the day I was there when I finished, and one of the presenters came to me and said, this Muslim radio station, they want you to come and preach there. And I said, ah. So initially, I was afraid because Wenchi is half Islam, half Christians. And it is divided like that. Christians are here, Islam are here. So when you go there, coming back in in some way. And this is a mansion that the radio, the, the, the CEO himself is a contractor, so he has built a big mansion. And inside that big mansion is the radio station. So when you enter and they say they will kill you, <laughs> nobody will see you again. So, but because of the prophet and the word he has said, one day I was chatting with Papa and he said, God has given you when she. So through that word, I went there and by the grace of God, they reduced the price. And from that time to today, I'm preaching there, firing the word on that Islamic registration. The next one is, this year, we started uh, our year not knowing what God is going to do for us. But on, in July, I think we, we, I was doing, when daddy was doing 100 days. So I was participating, but I said, no, let me also do this 100 days. So I also started that 100 days alone. So I started the fasting and the prayer. I started around May. So getting to June, People uh, were were, were in a a little classroom. So I started there and we're praying. And our curtains that we have used a whole lot of money to do because when we come here, we see something, we want to also do some. So the whole month, we used our whole money to just do the curtains. When we went, somebody have come to store the curtains. (laughs) So I went to the headmaster angrily and said, Please tell your people. 
Otherwise, they, they, at that time they were coming to write this. Otherwise, I'll, I'll pray against them. The headmaster got angry. Why am I going to pray against their, their, their students? So I should look for a place and move out. So we were just there, and then I said, let me look for a place. So not knowing where we'll go, July, we got a, a land. The man said, oh, I should just come and build something on it. He will not sell it to me. He will not do anything. I should just come and build something on it. So we started the building, thinking that we are building a temporary structure, something just with wood and something. But when we started, the Lord told me, no, build it with blocks. So I said, hey. So I, told, I called the man and then the man said, you can build it. And the land is not for us. He has not sold the land for us, nothing. We call it in Santu. We just went to pay him something and he gave it to us. So I was afraid. But I came to Papa. And during the sons of repair, what, what Papa is prophesying, you build a church, you build it. I believed it. So I built the church 60, uh, uh, 60 feet by 40 feet. I built it. And, I, and it's by the roadside. When you know when she, that road that leads to Sampa, just behind the Buzia complex is our church building. Just by the roadside. And we built it. So when we built it, everything was going on. And by the grace of God, in, we started July. Ju, uh, July, August, September. Three months, we have roofed the building. Then plastered, casted, and done everything. And we moved in, in, we moved in, in November. Started our church People were talking, why, why, where is this young man coming from? That we have, and the pastors were even talking against us. That, oh, we, we, have, we have gone for uh, 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 juju, whatever, whatever. We went, in Wenjidia, everything is about juju. Every pastor is a juju person. So, we were there. Just this Saturday, uh, so before that, I came to Papa. So, when we were moving into the building, I came to Papa. And on the Tuesday, so I told Papa that I want to see him. Then Papa, we, 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 I, Papa prayed for me. And I told him that we are moving into the building this coming Sunday. So I, Papa prayed on uh, uh, the oil and everything. He said, go and anoint the place. So I went and I anointed the place, as Papa told me to do. And I anointed the place, did everything. And one of the prayer when I was anointing the place, I prayed that God give us this land. So just this last Saturday, I was there when the man called me. Early morning around 7 a.m., the man called me and he said, Osofo, I said, Papa, he said, if I'm selling the land to you, will you buy? <laughs> and I said, yes. <laughs> I don't know where the money will come, but I said, yes, I will buy. So I told him, let me go to church, talk to my people, and then Monday morning I'll call you. So on Monday, before, uh, uh, I think he called me around 7 a.m. the same time. So I went to him, we negotiated, he started with 12,000. So we negotiated with everything and it came to 10,000. So I came to Papa. I, I called Papa and I told Papa that, Papa, this is what is happening. Papa said, oh, it's a good news. God will provide. I don't know where the money will come from, but I believe the prophet because he told me on phone that God will provide. Papa, I am here to tell you that indeed God has provided. And on Monday... Tuesday around 6 p.m., I went to the I went to the man and I said, "This is your 10,000 Ghana cities." And the man did everything. Today, Papa, by the grace of God, the land is for us. 
So, from July to December, we have a church building 60 feet by 40 feet. Roofed, everything finished by the grace of God. Supernatural provision. So, Baba, thank you so much for the grace. And thank you that you always stand with us and pray for us. God bless you. Let's appreciate the Lord. Let's appreciate the Lord. Wow, what a powerful testimony. And I believe that the next meeting, you'll be coming to share your own in Jesus' name. So our Father is set to come. But before that, Reverend Prince will lead us in another time of worship to prepare the altar for Papa. Hallelujah. Clap your hands. Beautiful testimonies. You deserve the glory. And the honor, Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your whole name. You deserve the glory yeah. and the honor, yes, Lord, we lift our hands in worship. As we bless your holy name For you are great You do miracles so great There is no one else like you Yes, Lord There is no one else like you For you are great You do miracles so great there is no one else like you. And there is no one for the last time. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. Yes, Lord. Oh, there is no one else like you. For you. Jesus joy let's receive the prophet of God
Lift your two hands and begin to thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. We magnify your name. Yes, Lord. Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. We give you glory. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. We honor you. We bless you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord and let's honor Him. I believe that all of us have testimonies. Somebody said, even if you are not where you wanted to be, you are not where you used to be. Uh, it may it may it may shock you to know that pastors are uh, some of the most ungrateful people and it's because we don't understand the bible we don't understand and the reason why many churches are not growing because the people leading the church are not happy and so today we are talking about thanksgiving is the mystery behind church growth and multiplication so don't play games you see many pastors when they go to church praise and worship time they are not there they are sitting somewhere but you said you went to worship God. So where's your worship? The preaching is not worshipful. So we have to change our attitude. And build churches that are exciting churches. Churches where people are jumping like antelopes in the church. It may not mean anything to you. But read your Bible. You see. Because these days all of us want to look like politicians. Very bourgeoisistic. But what you don't know is that God is not happy with those kind of things. And so, I want you to know that for God to keep you 12 months, he has done something that money could not do. Yes. We just, we just had the funeral of a bishop on Thursday at an account. He just finished preaching. Oh, my, my chest, my chest, my chest. He died. Yes, very powerful. And even Bishop Doug was crying. And so, to live is a gift. And so, we don't have any right we are standing here by grace some of us this year have fought many battles but at the end of the day you are still standing you are still what standing sometimes even your own friends in ministry wish that you are you are removed from the scene but the caller has never called you out and so we want to come before the lord with a grateful heart Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 19. Let's go purely by scriptures, not by our feelings and what somebody is saying. How can Thanksgiving affect church growth and multiplication? That's what I want to explain. The Bible says that out of them shall proceed Thanksgiving. And the voice that make melody. And I will multiply them. So as the man of God is leading the whole church in thanksgiving, not only when something good happens, you see, this is where we make the mistake. Because traditionally we are told that if something good happens, then organize a thanksgiving service. No. Thanksgiving is a kingdom mystery that will give you mastery over circumstance. Whilst you are doing it, certain things are happening. It's not when something happens, then you bring thanks. If you make it your lifestyle, good things will be happening all the time. So he says that, and I will multiply them. 
and they shall not be few and i will glorify them as their visitor and give me now one of the things i realize is that in the prayer meeting everybody is serious but when we are giving thanks we don't we don't show seriousness now but this is the way the thing works you see prayer is like begging lord give me this lord give me this lord give me this so i want to ask you a very simple question if you have two people one of them always come to you with pressure give me this kill my friends for me do that do that do that so every day when he comes he comes to take but there is another one he comes to give which one will you give audience the one that always comes oh this person is looking for you he came he dropped you a shoe he came he dropped you a car your door will forever be open to him that's the difference between thanksgiving and intercession so we have to change and you have to start with the pastor and we have to let the whole church become a thanksgiving church because from church when you enter all you hear is complain they complain about everything because the complaint begins from the head of the church and all those churches will not grow because the bible tells us that until thanksgiving proceed from your mouth god will not multiply you i see multiplication coming to your church now we are in the kingdom of mysteries the mysteries of the kingdom is what makes you a master over circumstance one of such hidden mysteries that bring growth and multiplication is thanksgiving understanding mysteries determine your productivity in life understanding mysteries determine your productivity in life now let's look at matthew 13 23 matthew 13 23 he said for this no also no 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 matthew chapter 13 verse 23 put that scripture matthew 13 23 for me or oh, let me read it from there wait can you open it and read it for me matthew chapter 13 verse 23 it's not in my nose it's something that the holy ghost showed me so it's by the fireside now but he that receiveth seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it you see and understandeth it so your heart of understanding is equated to a good ground which also beareth fruit so without understanding you can't bear much fruit bringing forth some a hundred some sixty and some thirty so your understanding about the mysteries determine your level of productivity in life now one of the mysteries that we the leaders of churches must understand is the mystery of thanksgiving why thanksgiving causes god to perfect everything he has started so sometimes you see many things have, the ministry has started at a point he became stagnated the ministry started the project they couldn't finish it he started the vision he couldn't finish it. why the key to finishing what you have started is continuous thanksgiving but it doesn't look powerful to us so in luke 17 17 to 19 we saw 10 lepers that came to jesus and they came with a mega 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 problem from 11 and then jesus said go show yourself to the priest wait on the way going they saw some results but the bible said one of them returned and he came and when he came jesus asked him where are the nine so you see it means that god is always expecting thanksgiving from us where are the nine this is the only passage in the bible where we saw god asking somebody for something god has never demanded anything except thanksgiving 
Are you a thanksgiving man, man of God? Or you are always allowing your knees to, to, to suffocate your ability to appreciate the value of the things that God has done. Jesus answered and said, where are they? Were they not ten clay, but where are the nine? Now, let me explain. You see, it's not all the things that God does that you will notice. Sometimes, eh? Because see, we are used to, like you go into a service, Holy Ghost is moving. People are falling down. The day that nobody fall down, you say, oh, God didn't move. You see? It's a very big mistake. When you go to any of bishop where they post meeting, you won't see anybody screaming, shouting. But why are the people in multitudes? Why are they testifying? Because most of us want to put God in a box. You see? You have to understand God is moving, whether somebody is moving or not. Why? Because his word says so. So sometimes, even when you pray for people, it's not everybody you lay hands on, you expect them to fall. Because it is not a falling ministry, it's a healing ministry. So whether they fall or they don't fall. But you see, you have to understand some of these things. I just read the story of a lady who was born with so many complications in her body. First one is that his heart, you know, your heart is on the left side. But she discovered her heart is on the right, which is a mistake. And then her lungs too, instead of two, he had only one. And so when he was young, he was suffering so many complications. He decided to go to a meeting. When he went to the meeting, the man of God has word of knowledge. And so normally when he's preaching, you see somebody here. That day he didn't say anything about somebody here. So the lady was like, I, I came for this meeting, nothing happened to me. Let me continue to go to my Dubai where I booked for surgery. She gets to Dubai where they have sent all her medical report. And the doctors examine her and they say, Madam, what are you here to do? He said, Ah, is it not here that I book with my medical report? They say, There is nothing. Your heart is in perfect condition. Your lungs are too. Nothing is wrong with you. So here is this lady in the meeting. Nobody mentioned her name. Nobody lay hands on her. But God's word was spoken. She is thinking nothing happened. But she got to Dubai to discover that she has been perfectly here. I want you to know there is nothing wrong with your ministry. God is still working. Someone prophesy his plot of land. You are prophesying acres of land. You are going to think about acres of land. So don't look sad by December because others are testing. I don't know what the Lord has done. I don't know whatever, whatever. What I know is that someone is on the way about to give you $100,000 for you to use it for something. But if you come with the attitude of ungratefulness, what is on the way coming will be blocked. So Jesus told this man, he said, go your way. Your faith. So thanksgiving is faith. Your faith has made thee whole. So this guy received more than those who did not return with thanksgiving. What I want you to know is that many, 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 many things are on the way coming to you before 31st December. Don't let ungratefulness stop the move of God that is about to happen to you. And I see many, many, many men from Bashalisha looking for you with your name and your phone number and they are coming. So if you want God to complete whatever he started in 2023, please give thanks to give him speed. We must end the year well by thanking him well. A few days ago, the Lord said to me, he said, every deep thinker is a thanksgiver. Every deep thinker. So those who don't give, they don't think. 
they don't think. If you really think, you'll be a thanksgiver. And to not think means you are F-O-L something, which you may never like. So in order for you not to be considered that, be a deep thinker and you will know that God has done certain things in your life. Every fool is ungrateful. Psalm 92 verse 1. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name almost high with an instrument of ten strings. And then when he came to verse 6, he says something. From that day that I saw that scripture, I changed. Verse 6. He said, a brutish man does not understand it. 92 6. A brutish man, no one not. Neither do a fool understand it. So it is only fools who are ungrateful. And to be ungrateful is to be a grateful. And you are too anointed to be described as a fool. That description will never, will never come to you in your ministry. Amen. Lift your hand and say, Father, I am grateful. Father, I am grateful. Now, the danger of unthankfulness on a man of God and his ministry. Unthankfulness destroyed the grace of God on the ministry and the man of God also. I know that in the ministry you have to be serious, but not serious in your face. That you are too serious that we can't greet you. And everybody meets you outside. It's like the devil came to attack you yesterday night. No. Second Timothy 3, 1 and 2 talks about one of the dangers of the last days. Second Timothy 3, 1 and 2. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of themselves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, and number seven, unthankful. So to be unthankful is a sin as far as God is concerned. Now, I tried to find out what that word unthankful is. And I saw that it came from the Greek word akaristos. Now, akaristos means to be thankless. But from the Aramaic translation, it means rejectors of grace. Now, this is what let my mind come on that thing. That when you are unthankful, you have rejected the grace of God. And when you reject the grace of God, you land into disgrace. Because you see, all of us sitting here are sitting here because of grace. Some people were plucked. They are university graduates. They are in the ministry. Thank God for you. Some don't know anything at all. But they are also in the ministry. Some used to be uh, cassava farmers. Some people were hunters. Hunting antelope, now they are hunting human beings. Some were palm wine tappers. But no one can disqualify anybody. Because the Bible describes all of us in ministry as fools. The Bible says not many wise men are called. And you are one of the non-wise men. But God has called us and has put grace on us. We have to be thankful. We have to be grateful. Don't let the food that is finished in your kitchen make you ungrateful. Some have food. They don't have stomach to put it in. So no matter the way you look at it, Charlie, it's a blessing. God has left some educated professors and has chosen you. And when you preach, people will listen to you. You can lay hands on people who are older than your father. That's the grace of God. Let your and say, Father, I'm thankful. So, to be unthankful is to be ungracious. 
Grace is taken out of those who don't give thanks. And wherever there is absence of grace, men walk into disgrace. You reject now. What is grace? Divine enablement. Divine enablement. You know why some people criticize some of these uneducated prophets? Jealousy and pain. Because he is highly educated. When he closes his eyes, he can't see anything. And some bushman will come and begin to release prophetic words. And politicians are chasing after him. He said, oh, don't mind these people. They are not educated. It's not education we used to do ministry. It's the grace of God. That's why I know that 2024, grace will be multiplied on your life. And you do, if you look at what we are doing here, yeah, I don't have any plan. You can ask myself, me, I don't, I'm not the type of person that sit down, let's strategize. Well, we do it one day at a time. One day at a time. It is the grace of God. And one of the most dangerous things you can do to yourself is to begin to believe that you are somebody doing something. You are nothing doing anything. It's the grace of God that is working. Don't forget that one. When you begin to realize that it is grace, you always be thankful. You always be thankful. You know, last Tuesday, a lady shared testimony. She's 24 years old, and for 20 years, her hair has never grown as a woman. So the family even thought something was wrong with her because a woman without a hair is dangerous. Whether you are eating on your own head or whatever is happening. So they took her from place to... And then she came to church and then she heard me sharing a testimony about somebody that... Uh, what, what did I say? Somebody that angels came to work on his leg and they operated on the leg and by the time... He's a footballer. By the time he woke up from the sleep and he has gotten a brand new new cap. Something they were going to do for whatever and the lady said ah, yeah 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 i can also believe god he went home took the mantle put it on her hair in four weeks the hair that have not grown for 20 years grew until he had pony at the back now i want to ask you this type of miracle will a man of god even think about such miracle are you uh, 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 do you work in a salon <laughs> or you now sell her, her, her products the girl is there. She was very excited, moving all over the place. The father said, "One mouse, how can change?" I was sleeping in my house, and my God was growing somebody's hair. If this is not grace, what are you going to attribute it to? And I pray that next year you see some miracles in your church. Eh? That you know that even though you are not fasting enough, God is going to be working more miracles. And even sometimes when we are fasting and doing all these prayers, we shouldn't still say that it's the things that are happening is according to our fasting. Because some people are fasted to death. The source is very important. Where you are, your mind is always. You fast for empowerment. It's not because of your fasting that God is doing miracles. He is the real general, the miracle working God. So let's learn how to give him praise. A minister must avoid murmuring so as not to destroy the resource of his labor. Numbers chapter 14, 20 to 29. We the pastors, the devil is trying to trick us. He turned us into complaining apostles. People didn't come to church. You are angry. You are blasting everybody. And, and all kinds of things. You see ministers, they are not happy. But from today, you are living here as a happy, exciting, dancing, shaking, jumping man of God. 
You, you follow me. I'm, go, I'm going to show you how the thing affects church growth. Now, in Numbers 14, 28 and 29, he said, Say unto them, as truly as I live, as he has spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. So if you are always complaining, nothing works for you. Your carcass shall fall in the wilderness. All that were numbered of you, according to your whole number, from 20 years old and upward, which have murmured against me. So murmuring stagnate growth. When you start to murmur and to complain, you may have 1,000 reasons, but forget about it and give thanks. The minister must maintain his joy to maintain the harvest of souls and church growth. Joel 1, 11 and 12. Joel 1, 11 and 12. What does Joel say? Joel 1, 11 and 12. He said, Be ye ashamed, O ye husband, O ye wife, for the wheat and for the belly, because the harvest of the field is perished. Your productivity is truncated. Why? Verse 12. The vine is dried up. The fig tree languishes. The pomegranate tree, the palm tree, the apple tree. Even all the trees of the field are withered, dry, because joy is withered away from the sons of man. So when you lose your joy, you lose your growth. When you lose your joy, you lose your growth. Bishop Oedipo said, if you listen to any message that I preach and I didn't laugh, destroy the tape. That day the devil was working through me. But you see, this is very simple. All that all of us know, pray fast to grow the church. This is also another mystery. Everything is dry because there is no joy in the church. The man of God is not happy. His wife is not happy. Quarrels are not happy. Elders are not happy. Leaders are not happy. Everything dries out. When joy dries out, you say, oh, what is this? It doesn't mean anything. You see, listen, you don't determine things that are big. God is the one that determines things that are big. Sometimes it may look very small to you. And so now, the more joyful you are, the more thankful you become. And the more thankful you become, the more fruitful you become. If you are filled with joy, you become thankful. And when you become thankful, you become fruitful. Don't play games. These are mysteries you may never understand. So now, let's go to Thanksgiving. Understanding the following secret. Five of them. Number one. Where Thanksgiving stops is where church growth stops. Where Thanksgiving continues, the church continues to grow. Jeremiah 30, 19. So, where the whole church is not thanking God, their growth will stop. Even in normal life, if somebody is not, you, you do things for people, they don't thank you. Why do you have to continue to waste your time? I have a certain lady in this church. Anytime my wife will travel and bring her something, when the lady goes home, she will wear whatever my wife gave her and dance her and take video and send it back to her. So every day she's sending her things. But there are others when you give them things. It's like silent night, silent night, holy night. What have you done? You see, God is just like you. So can we see pastors who even dance when somebody even dashed them a hundred Ghana city? Who their heart is filled with gratitude. One day the hundred Ghana will become a hundred thousand dollars. It's a, it's a, you see, listen, Christianity is not, it's not like events, events, events. It is a covenant work. There are things you have to do consistently that will produce results no matter who is the president of Ghana. 
no matter what changes in the atmosphere covenant is covenant my covenant will lie no break some 89 verse 34 no alter the thing so covenant work ensures consistent growth so what we do in this church is that every last sunday of the month is thanksgiving we don't wait for 31st every last sunday maybe you go and do the same thing every last sunday of the month is thanksgiving yeah we take only one offering so it is on that sunday everybody bring a special thanksgiving we are trying to put that thing in the people so they don't become ungrateful so every sunday every last sunday of the month everybody is holding two envelopes his thanksgiving offering for the year you are not waiting for 31st it's not only the end of the year that god has done something for you he's doing it every month every month every month and when those things happen when i was just coming one of my guys in the church is the is the secretary is the secretary general of all mining companies in ghana he said he, he just tested me he said yesterday i was confirmed for another four years and nobody competed with me no competitor but it is a very highly whatever the last time they were doing it they voted out the next day he said nobody contested with me i said praise god glory be to god as you are becoming a thankful man of god all the devils in the area that are fighting you i see them putting down their weapons in the name of jesus number two where thanksgiving flows the god of addition will always add to the church there is god of addition as chapter 2 verse 47 they were praising god and the lord was adding to the church but we are saying they were praying nobody can deny the power of prayer but there are other mysteries praising god and having favor with all the people and the law added you see read the bible as if you are solving mathematics questions don't read the bible like history and news if you do that you will see the mysteries you will not see so now if you read it you will say oh the people were happy they were praising god and the lord said he added to the church then you take yourself out but everything written is written for our example how the early church grew was that we know that they gave themselves to prayer and the ministry of the word but the scripture also says that they were praising god they were thanking him and as they were thanking him favor flowed why thanksgiving is the will of god and when you are in the will of god which means that you are pleasing him whoever you please showers favor on you and the favor was the favor of increase i see increase coming to your ministry as 5 14 and the believers were more added to the lord multitude both men and women you see god is the one who can add no strategy can add to the church except god decides to add to the church and we are learning that the more thankful they were the more god added to the church number three where thanksgiving flows the god of increase will keep increasing the church the god of increase he is called the god of increase first corinthians 3 6 Paul planted, Apollo water. The Lord gave the increase. Meaning that you can put all effort, you still not increase. He didn't say Paul planted, he saw increase. Apollo water, he saw increase. They did their effort, but God is the one that gave the increase. And so you have to know who increases the church. God. Yeah, you can sell key soap and distribute coins in the church. It won't grow. All these perfect things people are doing finally you see that their ministry collapses so don't waste your time criticizing anybody using leave every leave everybody alone no pastor is a correction fluid talk to the congregation that god has given you leave people 
Don't mention people's name. This one is doing this. They know what they are doing. And they know. And you read into the Bible and they are wrong. You know that they are wrong. But leave them. Paul planted Apollo water. So, God of increase. John 6, 44. No man can come except the Father draws him. So, it's not even our soul winning the people. It's God who brings the people. It's God. Because sometimes I speak to seven people, only one will come on Sunday. The one that God decided to bring. That also doesn't mean don't go. Because if you don't go, you won't also know who have been appointed for salvation. So when we are winning, so we are looking for those appointed for salvation. And then when you speak, God will bring them. So in John chapter 6, 11 and 12, the Bible said, When others were complaining that five loaves of bread and two fishes cannot feed 5,000, Jesus never uttered a word. He took the five loaves and gave thanks. You see, let's study, let's study Jesus. The apostle said, what can this do? Number one, they said there is no food anywhere. Jesus didn't mind them. He said, still find something. Then they gave the second excuse. One year's salary cannot feed all these people. Jesus didn't mind them. Then one of them said, but there is a little boy here who has five loaves of bread. Jesus still didn't mind them. He took the bread and he gave thanks. And everybody ate until there was surplus. So your two members can become 200 members if you can take the two members and dance around and be a happy man of God. That's why most pastors' wives are depressed because their husbands are always depressed. Yes, but between me and my wife, I'm more happy than her. So she's now more happier than me. God, before, before, when he's telling me things, I'll be laughing. He says, ah, are you not serious? I'm saying something important. Say, ah, that's a very, it's very important to me. That's why I'm laughing. You understand? So it's like, ah, this this my husband, is he coming to die? Is the ministry killing him? And then you come, oh, Lucy, you don't know what I'm going to say. Stop all these kind of things. It's going to affect your health. You understand? If anybody should die, it's oh, Bishop Oedipo must die. He controls three universities. You know, yesterday I saw him, I think he was going to visit somebody, he just flew his helicopter, landed in somebody's compound. And you know he's walking, he's just walking and laughing. <laughs> With all this pressure on this man. Churches in 146 countries. Secondary schools, almost 80 to 100. Managing all these things. So. And now he's building a stadium church. 200,000. 204,000. They say it's 100,000, but you, he has not spoken to you personally, so you don't know the number. And he's able to sleep. <laughs> so I don't know which problem that you have. That has made you sleepless. And your sleeplessness is lack of faith. That's how God interprets it. It's lack of faith. If you really have faith in him, you will sleep. You will leave the matters in the hands of God and you will sleep. And let me tell you, this attitude affects our growth. Where thanksgiving flows, multiplication will continue. Multiplication will continue. Deuteronomy 1, 10 and 11. He said, the Lord God has multiplied you. Behold, ye are as this day, as the stars of heaven for multitude, the Lord God of your fathers, make you a thousand times many more as ye are, and bless you, 
as he has promised. So he has promised you growth. That's Deuteronomy 1, 10 and 11. Then Psalm 16, 7, verse 5 and 6 is, Let the people praise thee. And let the people praise thee, O God. Then shall the earth increase. And God, even our God, shall bless us. And God shall bless us. Now, I want to show you a trick. Now, in the church, which people dance a lot? Is it old people or young people? Another question. Which people help the church to grow? Some of you are not, you, you don't know the key yet. Which people help the church to grow? You see, these non-dancing old people are always going for funerals. So they are also on the line. So if your church is full of old people, it, it won't grow. So find a way to let the young people be happy in the church because they are the ones that, and, and the key is that because they are more happier than old people, they always multiply. Yes, think about it. The young people always multiply because they are more happier than the old. And you can see it here. Let the people praise you, O God. Bishop Dag was doing his church. Uh, he said that the Lord said to him, Remember your first love, go and start it, whatever. And the church that he just started right now, young people, is the biggest lighthouse church all over the world. And he now said it. He said, when I was with these you old people, they complained about everything. But these people don't know anything. <laughs> always happy, always jumping. But you can be 70 years and behave like a young man. And today, that is the grace that is coming upon you today. That you, you will be 70 years and behave like a young man. I don't know how many of you have seen Kenneth Copeland before. He's 87 years. He's the happiest man of God I've ever seen. And now he's almost outgrowing everybody. Outgrowing everybody. Most of his fathers die. Whatever. He's 87. So in three years' time, he will be 90 years old. In three years' time, he will be 90 years old. And in August, he's sharing a testimony. He said, This year, my title was $43 million. <laughs> you are not happy. So your bank account is always zero. Zero, zero. You don't know how these things affect. And, and, and you know, he will, he will stand on the altar and sing and write songs and be happy. The last time I was there, Friday night, they sing, sing, sing. And then he came to explain that he didn't preach. They have found a key. And I've never seen a happy man of God than Dr. Copeland. And he'll come on there. He'll come on there. And he's a billionaire. He said, all these people with serious faces don't have anything. He's a billionaire. He's, I said, I was sitting there. I was sitting there. And he brought the paper. And he started reading. 1979. I gave an airplane to this ministry. 19 whatever. I gave. He came to airplane number 33. Airplane number 33. He has sown as a seed. When will you sow your first iPhone? You are too serious. And the man will come on the other. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And you'll be doing like this. Like this. You will say he's joking. But he's playing before God. And the more he plays before God, the more serious he should turn into like, like toys. I pray one day you will see him. Yes. Now he's old. I'm trying very hard to bring him to Ghana. But because he's old, I don't know how. No, first time I saw him, I told him that. He has never come to Ghana before. Yes, because, and if he has to move, he has to move with a whole lot of plain aviation fuel by the mercy of God. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't give somebody whose title is $43 million in a year, whatever, or offering. Psalm 
is there I was with him. He has an airport in his office. Airport in his office. And another one in the house. And he is happy. How many car parks to your house do you have? Stand up and ask your friend, why are you not happy? What is your problem? Man, man of God. Huh? You are not happy. The little that God gave you, you are finishing it and finishing it and finishing it. You see, Pastor, they are not happy at all. My God. So sometimes, when you even put food in front of a man of God and fasting, be happy. You see, listen, it affects your life. It affects your life. By the grace of God, I was able to see this man. He stood in front of me, laid his two hands on me. You know, I'm watching everything about his body. I look at his face. I look at his hands. I say, my God. 87. Stand there for two hours. Today, sister, we are retiring. Because all our veins are choked with complaints. My God. Ladies and gentlemen. Be an addicted thanksgiver. A man that is full of joy. Don't stop the flow. Now look at number five. Very powerful. Where thanksgiving flows, the church will continue to grow. Age notwithstanding. Age cannot affect your growth. Age cannot affect your growth. Look at Pastor Debo's age. My wife was telling me. Me, I've been with him once, but my wife goes there almost every year. He says sometimes when they go to the church, they will sing, sing, sing. You'll be saying, wouldn't they stop singing and start preaching? Wouldn't they stop singing and start preaching? They found the key. And Pastor Yadebo is always holding a tambourine. Oh, the last time I was there, even his wife came on the stage with the choir members 60 years ago. Members of the woman dressed in choir uniform like a little girl and came and stood there. And Pastor Adeboye came to also lead a song and wrote a song. You are too serious. These men have found a secret. They dedicate more time thanking God. They understand who is the worker. You see, the way you are serious, like you are the worker. But the Bible says it is God who, who works what? In us. But why are we acting as if we are the ones working? That's why we are growing old. With wrinkles in our faces. Psalm 92 verse 1. If you can give thanks, even if the church is old, it will still continue to grow. And even if you yourself, you are old, you will still continue to make impact. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto the name of Moses. To show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness in the night. Let's jump to verse 10. Jump to verse 10. Then he said, My horn shall die as well like the horn of the unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. So, so thanksgiving make you fresh every day, fresh every month, fresh every year, fresh. Then, then he, he continued to say that my eyes shall see. Let's forget about that one. Come to verse 14. Verse 14. He said, They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. So old age does not affect your fruit-bearing ability. They shall be fat and flourishing. The thanksgiver will always bear fruit no matter how old his church is. Why? He keeps the worker working. 
He keeps the worker working. He keeps the worker working. Why must we give thanks to God? And I'm not talking about something you do in December. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Teach everybody around you. When they come with complaints, say, no, let's give thanks. Let's give thanks. Let's give thanks. Why must we give thanks to God? Number one, God is the reason behind the growth of the church. These are things you need to understand. God is the reason behind the growth of the church. Until he is exalted, he can multiply you. Jeremiah 13, 15 to 17. Hear ye, give ear. Be not proud, for the Lord has spoken. Give glory. The word give glory means give him thanks. Anytime you see that word, give glory. Give glory to God. Give glory to the Lord. Before he calls darkness. Before your feet stumble upon the dark mountain. And while you look for light, he turned it into shadow of death. And make it gross darkness. But if you will not hear, my soul shall weep in secret places for your pride. So those who don't give thanks are proud. And my eyes shall weep so. And round down with tears. Because the Lord's flock is carried away into captivity. So, God is the reason behind church growth until he's exalted. He can stop the growth of your church. But the key is that the devil can't stop the church from growing because God is with you. But when God decides to stop the church from growing, because I read a story about a man, I think Etila in his book, he had, he had a certain season where Jesus used to pick him every night and they would go around visiting churches. And one day, Jesus took him to his church, but he wasn't a pastor. He was one of the prayer warriors. And he told him, tomorrow morning, go and tell your senior pastor. You should do this and do that. And that. Otherwise, the church of 600 will become 60. So the next day, he went and told the pastor, nonsense, boy, what are you talking nonsense? How can the church of 600 become 60? Who told you this? He said, Jesus told me. Yesterday, now we came here. He and Jesus, they went and hung on top of that. And they said, this church. The pastor didn't believe he was insulting him. He said in six months, the 600 people became 60. So he asked Jesus, what are you going to do? He said, I will send my children to other shepherds. I will send my children to other shepherds. So sometimes, when we are losing members, don't go and fight another pastor. Maybe God is the one sending his children to another shepherd. May all your children stay with you. Why must we give thanks to God as a key to church growth? God is the sender of the Holy Ghost. Who is the harvest? Who is the Lord of the harvest? The Holy Ghost is the Lord of the harvest. He gathers the souls. But God is the one that sends the Holy Ghost. So the more you are giving God thanks, the more Holy Ghost ministry works in your, in your church. John 16, 7 to 9. He said, and I will send. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It's a speaking for you that I go away. And the comforter will come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. The, the comforter, the Holy Ghost. He's the Lord of the harvest. So if God doesn't send him to work in your ministry, you are just playing games. You are playing games. So, in order for God to send him, give God thanks. Matthew 9.37. Matthew 9.37. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plenty, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore to the Lord of the harvest, that's the Holy Ghost, that he will send forth more laborers into his harvest. So we understand that if God is the sender of the, God is the, sender of the Holy Spirit, then when we are giving him thanks, and he is pleased with our thanksgiving, then he will let there be more Holy Ghost activities that the church grow. Number three, God is the one who has power to silence the gate of hell. No pastor, 
no minister has power over the gate of hell. that's why i said i will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail why i will silence the gate of hell matthew 16 18 Sometimes I tell people, just be happy dancing around, and God will be killing your enemies for you for free of charge. You'll be hitting their head for free of charge. Recently, Pastor Mugabe met a man at Moving Pig. The man has stayed in abroad that he came, and then he saw him. He said, ah, I've seen you on television with this man of God. He said, Oh, yes, he's my father, and I'm one of them. He said, Go and tell that man that I want to come and see him and bring him an offering. This is an unbeliever. And he said, Why? He said, the place where they have built the church that's this place this is where we used to train cocaine carriers and send them abroad so we bring them together we train them those who who put it in their stomach and then he said we juju them so where the church is a major juju field and he told him the things they have buried in the ground he said he was in a meeting the man He's telling us something that has happened almost about seven years. He said, I was in the meeting when we heard that. This is some church people say they want to buy that land. And we all discussed, I was in the meeting. I said, this is impossible. They can't use that place. And he said, I challenged them because of the amount of juju. The juju things that we have buried on the ground. But when I returned from my brother, I came to pass. I said, my God, what kind of pastor is this? And he said, somebody also told me, some slim man view. <laughs> because another guy who, who possessed a land here told the man that he took me to Benin, Benin and where? And Benin and the north to kill me so that we cannot have a church here. But here we are, they are out, we are in. Who is doing all this work? Somebody say, God. That's why I know that the next land that your eyes have targeted, they say nobody can build on that area. But as God is getting excited about you, and as you are magnifying him, he will go and approve the kingdom of darkness. And soon and very soon, a church will be built in that place where there used to be a disco. So the man said, you will bring me tight. I'm waiting for him now. And when he, when he brings it, I will go and lay it on the altar. I say, God, you are a show God. I didn't know all these things that this place, they used to train cocaine, cocaine carriers. The man was the one telling us. He said, I was part of the meeting that we said it is impossible. And he was telling me the thing they have buried. Cow, this, this, this. People carry us to Benin, carry us to place. Can you survive all these things? No. In Acts chapter 16, verse 25 and 30, they wanted to stop the growth of the church. How? They arrested Paul and Silas. And what key did they use? While they were in that prison, under that barricade, the Bible said, that midnight. You see, I'm saying that. Don't see the Bible as a history book anymore. It's practical. Everything you see, he wants you to do it. And you get the same results. The Bible said, at midnight, Paul, they sang and praised God. And the prison doors were shattered. So Thanksgiving is a barrier-breaking mystery barrier breaking mystery so from today don't play games again you the pastor lead in the times don't play games number four why are we giving thanks to god how does it affect church growth god is the city taking god he's the one that takes over cities and nations 
until you thank him you can't take your city we can't take cities as 1344 they said on the next sabbath day almost the whole city came to church wow almost the whole city he dragged everybody he's a city taking god so you can't take that city you can't take that area until you become thankful deuteronomy 236 from aroa to the brink of the river there was no strong city for god gave them for god there was no one city too strong for us for the lord delivered all of them into our hands I see you taking the area where God has positioned you next year. He's the city taking God. Somebody say amen. amen. This is why we give him thanks. God. When we are busy thanking him, nothing pleases God like thanksgiving. The Bible says that I will come with the voice of thanksgiving. This also shall please you than a bullock. So God is pleased with thanksgiving than giving him beef and trophy. He doesn't eat beef. This also shall please you. So every thanksgiving, I say God pleaser. Every dance, and you don't need any, you don't need to do anything to say thank you, Lord. You see? Number five. How does thanksgiving affect church growth and multiplication? God is the force behind signs and wonders that draws multitude to the church. God is the force. No church can grow without signs and wonders. Because signs and wonders is a spiritual magnet. It's a spiritual dragnet. Human beings have needs that science cannot solve. But science and wonders can solve. God is the force behind science and wonders. That draw multitude. So if you see me dancing with my God, I understand that I'm not the one doing nothing. I'm not a hairstylist. I can't grow anybody's hair. Until we thank him, miracles won't continue. Mark 16, 20. They went forth and preached everywhere. The law working with them signs following so you can't do a sign you can't do one miracle yes if you see any man of god say is whatever 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 no 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 the lord working with them that's the eh? god confirming the word with signs following so for the signs to continue to happen and listen the years that are, are coming things will be tough for people we need more miracle workers and you are one of them a lady testified she's owing school fees for three semesters he came to this church the, the person paying the school fees have stopped and then i'm making declaration amen 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 they got to the exams hall they came they say these are the list of people who have paid their school fees all and the next list we are going to sack them from the class and her name was number two wow. she has not paid a dime jesus went and paid all the school fees Oh God, I thought you'd get excited, though, you see? Jesus went and paid. And you, if you are a pastor and you are in the church, people share testimony, you must start the excitement. Don't sit down and see, oh, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't move you. That's why all miracle angels have run away from you. You hear when people shout, I run around the altar. Stop being a big man. There's nothing about bigism. But there is something about miraculism. When miracles begin to happen, you are sitting down. You, you, you need to start running. Yes. We need to change our attitude. There are so many bad attitudes. That doesn't let God work with us. I'm telling you. Because if you, if you become like that, it's like I'm the one working. 
be excited let people sing in the church they are not singing for you learn how to run around sometimes you see when people you see all the miracle passes when something happens in their you'll be sitting down crying crying but you have no tears you'll be crying yes because he says that he not that even when he's sleeping his god is still working so what will you do you'll be sharing tears every pastor here who is without emotions may your emotions come back to you emotions you don't you are the first thing has drive you like papo, papo. it shouldn't be like that every day you are looking for a demon to kill no 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 may the lord do that job for you may the lord as as you are getting happy tell your friend brother be an exciting man of god though. always say with thanksgiving always say with thanksgiving doctor i used to have a car the car the car was giving me problems one day i was reading and i saw this mistake. so i went to the car and i lay hands and said i won't complain again the car never broke down again the car you see what people don't know is that the spirit realm affects everything material it affects every some of you think the material is stronger than the spiritual it's not true because because you can't see spirit and touch it you are not paying attention the car never broke down again once another time i lay hands on my bank account i say father thank you that there's money in this momo account every day but you need a three-hour lecture on that i've just shown you very simple do it you understand i've seen even men men of god the big 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 ministries they are still complaining because when it becomes your attitude no matter what god does you'll find a way do you know the budget of this church do you know the pressure on me why must the pressure be on you are you the brother of the church or you think when you die the church it won't continue eh? ha, it will it will even be better when you start thinking that way you see that you're it will even be better than you yes yes look at what papa deboe is doing he said my spiritual father did up to 39 churches now the church is all over the place and this man is always thanking god always thanking god he, when he hit the altar somebody shout hallelujah people think it's a joke it's a mystery they have found but boy the recently said he was he was he was he was studying very early in the morning to something a.m then suddenly a screen appeared and who was on the screen pastor here the boy and the lord told him I'm going to show you the secret of your spiritual father. The secret is humility. He said it is not his prayers and fasting. It's the humility. And how do you know somebody is humble? Thankfulness. 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 In Acts chapter 8 verse 5 to 8. So this is the last meeting of sons of the prophets. Maybe some people haven't come because by the time they came in March, they got in the breakthrough, they ran away with the breakthrough. <laughs> That's how many people the attitude are. They think that you get connected to a place when nothing is working. So when things begin to work. And I just came from Lagos. All the sons of the prophets that have been seeing them since I, every day they are all sitting there. And nature has been going to Shiloh since 1999. Now his church is 100,000 and over. He still goes. Ibiyoyemi is building the hand of the Lord. He still goes. Nothing changes their connectivity. 
we have a big problem. So many people, when they disconnect, then the flow stops. Where you belong, you belong. You belong. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto the things which Philip said. Hearing and seeing the miracle which he did. So the multitude gathered because of the miracle. And who is working the miracle? God is working the miracle. People always gather where their needs are met. We need miracles to meet the needs of the people so they can believe. John 4 48. Until they see miracles, they can believe. So give thanks to the miracle worker. John 4 48. Until they see, except ye see signs and wonders, you will not believe. So we all need signs and wonders. Signs and wonders is the God part of your ministry. It's the God part. After the letters, you can write letters, you can organize, you can do that. But the, God, the one you can't do is the miracles. Signs and wonders is the God part. So thank him every day and he will do his part. Number six. Why are we giving? Thanks. How does thanksgiving affect you? God is the sender of the warring and river angels. No church can grow without the involvement of angels. We call them river angels. These are the angels that gather people. One of my one of my friends in in in, in Tamale. Last time I was talking to him, he said, Bishop, one day when uh, Bonki came here, I decided to pay for this and pay for this and pay for this and pay for this. So the last day he left, he left. I went to the hotel quickly. His breakfast was there. He has just eaten. They've not cleaned the room. And the people were going to tell me, leave, 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 leave. I ate the breakfast and then I slept on the bed for the whole night. He said, whilst I was praying, I fell into a trance. Then I saw Dr. Seruro and then another person. And then I was also standing there. And he said, I saw this huge angel. And so I asked, who is this angel? They say he is a reaper angel. And they told him in a dream, from today, we are giving you a reaper angel. Since that day, when the guy goes to crusade anywhere, people come like mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. And, and the Lord told him, the same reaper angel that was working with Bonky, I have assigned him to you. So, people don't know why people gather. People don't know. A guy came to my office and I, my, 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 my father in Miami, Florida, his picture was Apostle Maldonado. And the guy said, um, he's a prophet. He said, where do you know this man? Where do I said, ah, what is your problem? He said, I saw the man in a dream, but I don't know him. And I saw him in a dream, walking in heaven. And then they made an announcement. We are multiplying the healing angels that work with him. He said, suddenly, new angels came, came and they followed him. And then um, creative miracles began to happen. Some of you have only one angel, but today more angels will be added to you. May the Lord send you an angel who just gather souls to the church. Gather multitude. So even though we use different strategies, but the real gathering of the multitude are specific angels. They call them the reaper angels. And you see them in Matthew 13, 39. Matthew 13, 39. The enemy that sold them is the devil. But the harvest is the end of the and the reapers are the angels. So there are angels, the assignment is to gather people. Gather people. Somebody may be passing. Ah, let me go to that church. Yay! The reaper angels. And all these people are in the custody of God. Psalm 103, verse 1 and 2. 
Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name, forget all his benefit. Then the verse 20 said, Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel his strength, that do his commandment, hearkening unto the voice of the Lord. So now look at it. Bless the Lord, verse 20, ye his angels. So the angels that gather multitudes into the church, that fight and break barriers and destroy resistance, are called the reaper and warring angels. And God is the one that sends them. So the more you are thanking him, the more he releases reaper angels. Oh, 2024, may more reaper angels come and help your work in the ministry. So sometimes you see a pastor, he's very tired and frustrated. You see, they don't have a revelation of all these things. See, and whatever you don't know, you cannot experience. That's why we shouldn't waste our time in stupid things. We have to be reading all the time. You have to be reading. The greater your light, the further you can run. Because I see people struggling with money. You see, your problem, eh? Your problem is not because there's no money. You don't, you don't know the covenant keys. When you see them, they work for everybody. But you see, when we are saying it, some people don't, they don't do things consistently. He does one, he stop. He does one, he stop. He does one. I don't know how many of you have been paying your even ministry tight consistently. Don't play games, oh. Don't play games because you see, when you start, you may think it doesn't work. But consistency is the rule of the game. Consistency. Do you know that it takes just another drop for a bucket to overflow? Even if the water is coming like the co every one hour. Co every one hour. There's one more co that will cause that overflow. So don't stop doing what you have been taught. Keep on doing it because 2024 you will hit the overflow level. Amen, amen and amen. amen. Number seven. God is the builder of the church and he's the one in charge of all the church growth forces. You want the church to grow? He's the one in charge of all the church growth forces. So when we give him thanks, he will continue to build the church. Hebrews 3, 4. Every house is built by some men, but he that built all things is God. Every house is built by somebody, but the one that built all things is God. Hebrews 3, 4. Then Psalm 127 verse 1 and 2 says that, Except the Lord build the house, the labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchmen wicked in vain. But you so, so you can put in a lot of effort and still not see no results. This is what brings the frustration. You can put in all your effort. So please, don't miss this mystery. And the mystery is that God is the one working. He is the builder. So give him thanks. Nothing pleases God like thanksgiving. No prayers. The Bible says you pray amiss so prayer can go wrong. But you can't thank amiss. Thanksgiving never goes wrong. Thanksgiving never goes wrong. Because Thessalonians says that this is the will of God. So when you are thanking God, you just step into his will. But when you are praying, you need a process to come into the will. So, stand on your feet and lift your two hands and give thanks for some few minutes then we'll do the last one and we'll close give thanks for a few minutes mention things in your church that you'll think whatever and give him thanks 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 i just want to say about I just want to say 
Abao, wave your hands for just two minutes. We are going to sit down and continue. I just want to say everything we have seen. It is you, oh, you say. I just want to say clap your hands and take your seat today we want to close early because christmas pastors are very busy effect of thanksgiving on church growth effect on thanksgiving on church growth number one thanksgiving keeps god working for the growth of the church i didn't say it makes him it keeps him working there are places he used to work he has stopped working Thanksgiving keeps God working for continuous growth of the church. Thanklessness will turn growth into stagnation. John 15, 5. Without me, you can do nothing. So why don't you celebrate him all the time? When you hit the altar, the first thing, let it turns to God. Any day you hit the altar, no matter even if your wife died that morning, Father, thank you. Any time you hit the altar, don't start saying anything. Before you preach, let's lift our hands and give him thanks. Why? Enter his gate with thanksgiving. So many people are talking outside the gate. And I told people, you can come to church, but before God, you are not in the church. How do I know that? Psalm 100 verse 2. He said, come before him with singing. So when you come and you are not singing, you didn't come. You entered into a building, but you didn't come before God. Serve the Lord with gladness. And we the pastors we are not glad come before his presence we're singing you see people oh lord why did you call me this ministry kill me kill me verse four so if you are not singing you are not in his presence enter his gate with thanksgiving that one you know that one so malachi chapter two verse one to three he said if you come and you don't thank him, he will turn your blessing into a curse. Oh, ye priests, this one is talking to pastors. And now, oh, ye priests, this commandment is for you. Tell your friend, this one is for you, eh? If you will not hear, and if you will not lay it to have to give glory, and I told you, to give glory means to give thanks. Romans 4, the Bible says, Abraham was giving glory to God says the lord i will even send a curse upon you and i will curse your blessings meaning that the church that grew to 40 is now coming to 20. because a curse means stagnation when you are cursed you can't make progress i will send the curse so check why the church has stopped growing maybe there's lack of thanksgiving somewhere everyone is comp choristers are complaining that they don't have a good choir master instrumentalists are saying their guitar is not having new strengths complaining apostles but they should thank God for the old strengths and someone will walk into the church with new strengths behold I will corrupt your seed meaning that your effort will not make produce results so when you want to see God working thank him number two thanksgiving is what tests God to destroy invincible barriers against the growth of the church the more you are thanking him eh? so this december organize more more thanksgiving services 
and explain it to the people no musical shows i'm not talking about musical show you go and bring people me i bring people to sing but when they come and say oh you i tell them sing only thanksgiving songs the whole december in every service i'll bring one of these people who sing because there are songs we are singing so i just brought them francis Samo, psc esther or who was here last thing um um one will come i give them 15 minutes i say i tell them what to sing i say sing thanksgiving songs we are in a thanksgiving move it's not a musical show and before teach the people you see don't just say that uh let's thank god and people are people are just dancing and shaking their bumbles they don't know what they are doing bring understanding before they do it so as they are doing it they are doing it from an understanding point of view so they can get the required results take your time and teach i have a book on thanksgiving the miracle power you see as a, a pastor you have to be a specialist most of the major major topics we teach in church you need to get books on them so you yourself will understand and teach their people it's not the music pastor teaching thanksgiving no it's a major subject the miracle power of thanksgiving so second chronicle chapter 20 verse 22 and 24 they had a major problem but then he told him gather the musicians and when they began to sing the lord sent ambushment against the children of ammon moab mountains which will come against them it's a devil's scattering weapon and the people began to fight themselves why god was in the midst hitting the head of the enemy against another they won that battle the invincible barrier was broken joshua 6 20 when they blew this month i announced in the church everybody should go and look for his own personal music that can bring those who don't have some they should use their mouth <laughs> these things that look like we are playing games are the things that really affect the world most of the serious things we are selfish that's why sometimes we feel like no no i have to come i need a good word god doesn't hear preaching preaching is for the people prayer is for the people only thanksgiving is for him and that's why we also don't do much so it's like a poor man has gone to a rich man to collect favor and yet when the poor man went he's talking about himself instead of talking about the rich man we are messing the whole thing up so many prayer warriors are poor warriors because prayer actually doesn't multiply things it's thanksgiving that does thanksgiving that does let's let's catch this mystery and let's study this thing well so the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpet and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet the people shouted with a great shout and the wall fell down now have you noticed that the biggest war they fought in the wilderness they used praise to fight that war the biggest war this one god said don't fight i will fight and look at how cheap he leveled the ground the bible said the wall of jericho sank now if they have fought i don't know how some of them maybe maybe climb the wall before they hit down they've been chopped their legs are chopped off but god said now let me fight so for the thanksgiver god is working for him 
God works for thanksgivers. Number three, thanksgiving causes God to continually send life-transforming word that sustains church growth. Nothing sustains church growth like good, good message, good preaching, life applicable message, not historical preaching from Jericho to Israel is 20 kilometers. Do you live in Israel? You see a pastor preaching, his words are full of Greek words and Hebrew and Latin. Please, this market two men don't understand even English. I'm not saying, you see, those things, learn it for yourself. Since I came to town, I've quoted only one Hebrew word. Only one. Only one. Many things we do in the main church are irrelevant. But because of Bible school, we are doing it. We want everybody to know that you have finished Bible school. I think that some people think that we, we have not gone to school. But we've learned the wisdom of doing the church is different from what you are doing in the Bible school. Most of the things you did in the Bible school, most of them don't apply to real church. That's why many uneducated people can also grow mega churches. You'll be surprised. Do you understand? So you have learned things for yourself, but are they life applicable? That's why you sit in the Bible school and you say miracles are not important because you don't know the needs of people. The needs of people are so many that your Hebrew can't solve one. The needs of people, your Greek cannot solve one. It takes miracles to meet the needs of people. That's why when Jesus came, he was more of a miracle worker than a Greek theologian. And I'm not playing down Bible school. I am a Bible school lecturer. I've also gone to Bible school. I'm teaching them. But I tell them the truth. <laughs> Bishop Oedipo says that your iPhone will not add one member to the church. And church growth is not software, it's hardware. And he said, getting many degrees has nothing to do with church growth. I tell you. Getting many degrees have nothing to do with church. It has something to do with your understanding. So you have to know. Yes. Instead of all of us praying that God will use us, we are attacking those that God is using. But he can also use you too. You see, sometimes when I hear pastors say, eh, some of the members of my church, they are going somewhere for prayers and, and whatever, 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 whatever. Because your ministry is solution barren. That's why nobody even comes to you for prayers. It should rather worry you for you to say, no, 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 what is happening there that they are going there? And begin to pray. And, 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 and to me, working in miracles is not difficult. Just get connected to people who work in miracles. It's very simple. It's very simple. Watch videos, do this, do this, do this. These are simple, simple things. But sometimes the thing you are looking for, your heart is already against those who are in it. So how will God give it to you? You see, when TV Joshua died, I, I cried though. Because I've not seen any man with the deliverance anointing. And don't say there's no deliverance in the Bible. He's dead, red, black, and white. He has anointed me. Eh? Jealousy makes us so many things that are even outside the Bible. He has anointed me to bring deliverance. Because demons are disturbing us. Even pastors have been disturbed by demons. Some pastors, their mind is choked with demons. 
They don't understand anything. But because they look nice, you don't want to say demons are warring them. But everything that creates confusion is demonic. I was in I was in a meeting, pastor's meeting. We have gone for we have gone for breakthrough in ministry, and there was a guy sleeping on top of me in the meeting. The night before, do you know what he said? He said, he said, I, I, man of God. He, he asked me why did I come? I said, breakthrough in ministry. He said, ask for me, I didn't come for breakthrough in ministry. My wife is a witch, and I've come to find out. <laughs> I've come to find out that today they will mention a name. The meeting started. <laughs> hey! Man of God, lay hands on this, my friend. A spirit started speaking through him. The spirit said, I've been in your family for the last 30 years. It is you yourself that we are using you to fight your ministry. Your wife is not a witch. That night, we didn't sleep in the same room. The pastor manifested full-blown demography. The spirit spoke. Hey! All these things are happening because we are denying the Bible. You say the Bible says something, and the pastor is saying something different. Obadiah 117, upon mountain Zion, there shall be question. What is Zion? Hebrews 12 22. The Bible answers it says, Ye are upon Mount Zion, the city Jerusalem, innumerable company of angels. The church is Zion. And he said, There shall be deliverance. Deliverance is not only when people fall down and they are vomiting. Some, the most deliverance things in our mind. The wrong things that you have believed. That are when God delivers you from it. When life shows up, there is deliverance. And this morning, there are many deliverances going on. Acts 6, 7. Thanksgiving causes God to go. God's word is life transforming. And that is what sustains the church. Don't say you don't learn how to teach. I was telling a pastor, I said, the way you are preaching, eh, your church cannot grow. You are talking so fast. What is your problem? You want to talk like an American. Even the British English, how many Ghanaians can understand? I said, take your time. Define the words. Give it points. You see, preaching with points helps people to articulate. Somebody's preaching a message. He has jammed everything together. The definition, the conclusion came at the beginning. And then whatever. And he's just shouting and shouting and sweating. He says he's preaching. You see, you are just making yourself happy. And the word of God some six seven all those of you say you are preachers listen to me you ma- the difference between preaching and teaching it's just line upon line here a little there a little i don't know how to teach no no it's not true all your life you've been taught by teachers define words explain to us which one is this which one this if it, it's one message but i divided it into three seven 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 five because I'm trying to let you explain. Some of the things look like repetition, but repetition is the mother of learning. I listen to two messages every week. Message on soul winning and message on giving. And there is a reason for that. I shouldn't lose my soul winning drive. So the more I listen to messages on soul winning, it stirs me up every Saturday to go. Some of you think that some of us are soul winners. So automatically, no! After some times, everything wears out. 
your brand new car tie after some time when you apply the brakes it doesn't work that's why many of us have stopped doing the things that could have changed our ministry you don't you don't put in more faith come it by hearing there are two things that are important to me so winning and finances in ministry because if you are broke you can't do many things how many times do you listen to preaching on giving because you think when you're listening it will move you to give and if it doesn't move you to give you will not multiply the seed shall become prosperous so prosperity is for seed so you can cry you can it will change anything a sower went to sow a sower are you a sower a sower is not someone who gives once a time is somebody who sows all the time a lawyer is lawyering all the time a doctor is doctor doctoring all the time you can't say you're a teacher who is not teaching so sowers are those who sow all the time they are the ones that will prosper and if you don't listen to message on giving you won't give you won't give and if you don't give you don't multiply so do yourself a favor any area where you want to be prolific listen to messages in that area consistently thanksgiving causes god to continually send life transforming word words that transform people and it is that good word that sustain growth now you know know something miracles gather people but it doesn't sustain them it is food that gathers sheep the sheep will always go where there is good food. Matthew 24, 28. Where the carcasses, there the eagles will be gathered. Wow. Where the carcasses. When you see vultures going for a conference, there's a dead meat. There's a dead meat. Huh? Wheresoever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered. So, good teachings, life applicable teachings, gather people very important that's why you thank him so he can send you a word now there are three types of things that god must do when he comes to sending the word he must god give the sent word psalm 107 verse 20 the right word and the word in season the word in season Look for this scripture in the book of Job for me. How forcible are right words? Now, number one, 107, the Lord sent a word. Send a word. So every Sunday, Father, in the name of Jesus, what are you saying? Even though we are teaching on Thanksgiving, which area do you want me to go? Send a word. You see, he knows the people coming to church. You don't know their problems. God knows their problems. So he must give you a sent word. Sometimes you are standing on the altar and he said that change this point. Job 6.25 He must send the word he must send the right word. The right word. Job 6.25 How forcible are right words. So when you are going this Sunday Lord, what is the right word? 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 How possible are right words? So right words can penetrate. And then number three, he sends the word in season. He sends the word in season. I don't know what you are doing by teaching on prayer in December. Thanksgiving. He has answered enough prayers. So. 
you are teaching on prayer and this day, God will get angry at you. You are a greedy, covetous church. And what should I do again? What should I do again? First Sunday in December, I told them, anyone that asks for anything, God will kill you. It's too much now. It's too much. He has done enough from January to November. Thank him and multiply what he has done already. Thank him and multiply what he has done already. Somebody say the word is season. Isaiah 50 verse 4. So the word you are preaching must be three in nature. Sent word. Right word. Word in season. That's why you cannot be watching TV on Saturdays. Yes. You cannot be engaging. You, go, you don't go for somebody's album because of Sobolo said for six hours, Pastor. At the time you come in the evening, you are tired. Forgive. Forgive. Learn how to go to funeral and decide to stay there for one hour and go home. Show your face and greet. So that you can have a message for the living. Isaiah 50 verse 4. The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season. This Sunday, may you give a word in season. That will change somebody's life and transform somebody's life. And so now, he is the one that supplies all these things. So as you are thanking him, he's sending the word. He's sending the word. He's sending the word. I was preaching Friday in Lighthouse Bishop Eddie Church. When I finished, one of their big bishops, he came and spoke in my ears. He said, ah, now I know why my wife, if in the day years you are coming to this church and is even dying, she will come to church. I've never heard you preaching before, but when I heard this message, I now know why my wife will always come and listen to you. Wedding season. From today, wherever you stand, you give the word in season. Yeah. And the word will be the right word. Somebody say the right word. Right. Yes. And, and, and as the word increases in the ministry, the people will gather. Verse 4. Thanksgiving causes God to give to keep the anointing fresh to keep the anointing fresh some people when they start ministry they are there fresh after some time finish fresh oil or fresh oil what will keep the oil fresh thanksgiving causes god to keep the anointing fresh on our lives so that it can continue to generate church growth psalm 92 verse 1 it is a good thing to give thanks unto the lord verse 10 i shall be anointed with fresh oil 92 1 and 10 i shall be anointed with fresh oil oh may the lord keep the oil fresh yes how many of you know that eagles don't eat stale meat now most of the animals clap your hands for prophets from england most of the animals the Bible compares us to one of them is eagle, the other one is the lion. Both of them don't eat yesterday's meat. The lion is the reason why lions die of hunger is because they must eat meat that fresh blood is oozing out of, and it's not easy to find it. <laughs> yeah, so they are hunting all the time. What kills lions is hunger, because if they could eat yesterday's meat, it's enough. But lions don't eat yesterday's meat. Eagles are also like that. Vultures 
eat dead meat. But the eagle, fresh meat. Lion, fresh meat. May you be a fresh and a freshly anointed man of God. Every day oil is flowing. And it is thanksgiving that keeps the oil fresh. Thanksgiving. 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 Prayer will load oil in the bottle. Thanksgiving will keep the oil fresh. And there are two different things. If you have oil and the oil goes stale in Kuto, when it when it, it sleeps. When it sleeps, it's there but it doesn't flow. But when it is fresh, it will flow and heal and deliver. Some people's anointing is not flowing. He used to be anointed. Testimonies have never stopped flowing in this church. It means that the oil is fresh. There's no service with the testimonies where we select them. Things are happening. But Bishop Salifu said, ah, it's very easy to preach in this church. Why? Well, I said, there's no pressure on me. It's like bring a man of HLA. If you feel it, do this oh. Do that. Let something happen. No, something is already happening before you came. Something is already happening. Something is already happening. From today, in the name of Jesus, something will always be happening in your ministry. Somebody say, keep it fresh, Lord. Number five. We have only two points and we'll close. Thanksgiving is what pleases God. And when God is pleased, he releases favor for multiplication. See, until God favors you, eh? That's when you look at some pastor. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. You can't speak English, but. My God. When the pastor becomes critic, too critical of other men, it's jealousy that is driving him. So be careful. It's not that you are correcting anybody. No, no, no. And nobody has that ministry. First Chronicle 28 4. And I want everybody to pay attention to this scripture. It was written by the most anointed and the most blessed person in the Bible. His name is called David. He said, How be it? The Lord God of Israel chose me before all the house of my father to be king over Israel forever. Look at it, though. forever. The oil was always fresh. Then he gives the principle. He has chosen Judah to be a ruler. He chose the tribe of Judah. Then out of the tribe of Judah, he chose my father's house. And among the sons of my father, he liked me. Look at it. Not love me or like me. God loves all men, but he likes some few. Today you are, you are jumping into the liking list. Liking list. Let me tell you, you are deceiving yourself. If you tell me that in your church you like all the people the same, you are not telling the truth. Yes. There's not time people want to turn the church into democracy. You cannot. People are, some people are doing well than others. You by all means like them. So sometimes you see the pastor, he likes a particular person to sing, but the people are angry. Why? What about the rest of us? We don't like you. And, and there's nothing wrong. Love all the people, but there are things that people do that move you to like them. Don't feel guilty about that, my friend. My friend. And that word like is the, the Hebrew word rasa. Rasa. It means to be pleased with and to have favor upon. So what David is saying that 
Amongst all my father's children, I please God. He favored me more. And there is a reason. And the reason is in Psalm 119 verse 164. You can get it today. Don't say, but I'm not David. You can become a modern day David. Psalm 119 verse 164. Do you know what he says? He says, seven times a day will I praise you. Wow. This bush boy was in the bush, but never lacking in Thanksgiving. Do you know what I found in the church, doctor? The people that God has blessed most in the church are the most ungrateful. What the church, when we are dancing, the land cruiser owners don't dance. But physically, they are the ones God has shown more mercy. They are, the mercy of God rather solidates them like iron rod. You see the boys that came with Okada jumping. And then later, when they start jumping and go like them, and they get Porsche. They also solidate into iron rod members. So God is always looking for new people. God is always looking for new people. Me, I don't want God to put me aside. I'm always among the God's favorite. From today, God will like you. So this is the secret of why God likes him. Seven times a day. You see, you pray more, but you don't thank more. Meaning that every three hours, we have 24 hours in a day, David will stop whatever he's doing and give God thanks. So in the bush, he was located to be a king. And up to today, nobody knows the reason. But this is the reason. He was a thanksgiving addict. In the bush, oh. And someone said, we will not sit down until we bring that bush boy. His brothers are angry. His father is angry. God is happy. anointed him that was not the end they needed somebody to go to the palace and then somebody came from somewhere we don't know why the guy came with a new cv when he read the cv we don't know where he got the cv from he said there is a man a son of jesse eh? he's a cunning player skillful very handsome ha! and the lord is with him bush boy is being described God is about to write a new CV for you. You. A new CV. Now, how many of you know as we are sitting here, people are always having meetings about you? All the time. All the time. In the next meeting, may you be favored in that meeting. So, why will God like him? Not love him. Love there. He loves everybody. The God so loved the world. He loved the cocaine dealers. He loved the lesbians. He loved, that's what has confused people. They think that because God said he loved everybody. So you should bring, a boy should bring his boyfriend to church. And that's what they call the gospel of inclusion. Oh God, he doesn't, but you see, he loved everybody. He's general, but he liked those. And it is those he liked that he promotes. Amen. That's how sometimes you go for visa. Your paper is correct, but they still refuse you. Because see, when it comes to human beings, sometimes when they see you, know they're angry. They don't know you. They don't know you about Akwawe, this guy. Some people, too, as soon as they see you, they start laughing. So all this visa interview is baseless. It's not based on anything. My classmate was going for visa. As at the year 1999, he had a one million Ghana Citibank statement 
because her father was a timber contractor they refused her others borrowed bank statements <laughs> they gave them the visa i explained from today god is about to do certain things in your ministry ha! lift your hand and say father okay the lord like me D david knew ha! so this guy all his days even when he became a king three times a day seven times a day father thank you and lord all the songs we are singing who wrote them for us david man of god write songs oh and give it to your choir sing the song this morning i recorded a song i sent it to pastor prince let's sing it on sunday don't say you when it comes to music you are not part of it because you don't know god likes songs sing to him yes sing he will like you be full of thanksgiving david i was glad when they said unto me you see this man and is it a wonder is it a wonder that the longest chapter with more books is the book of psalms you can see the, the thing or the way that thing works psalms is longer 119 120 where does it end 150 chapters bring your chapters Isaiah Jeremiah where are your chapters but the thanksgiver you see the mystery he had more chapters in the bible I tell you let's change our lifestyle shake your friends say no more complaining no, no more thank God for everything people came thank him they didn't come thank him you have one city thank him they suck you thank him they stole your phone thank him your wife is not insulting you thank him favor began to flow today with all the kings of israel david is the one whose style they are using the style of david the most expensive hotel in jerusalem is called king david hotel what are you talking about the man died over three thousand years ago they are still celebrating him the israeli flag is the most annoying flag in the world <laughs> jealousy 2024 they will jealous you but they can't stop you i said they will jealous you but they cannot stop him even jesus pick his name as his guy name son of david where is solomon no he was not a thanksgiving addict like david yes man of god always be thanking him I've not finished, I have two more points. We are practicalizing the message. Bishop Maxwell in America. As you are singing, God is about to show you favor. Now I am 
Somebody just got a brand new car. My God. Sit down. Sit down. Number, number six. Number six. Now, Thanksgiving causes God to give and increase your wisdom. This point is so important. Thanksgiving causes God to give and increase your wisdom needed for sustainable church growth. Many pastors have finished their ministry because of lack of wisdom. Lack of wisdom has destroyed many men than anything. Lack of wisdom. Why? Everything that God gives is sustained by wisdom. Proverbs 24 verse 3. By wisdom a house is built. So how do you build ministry wisdom? If there's anything a pastor must pray for, pray for plenty wisdom. Father, give me plenty of Some pastors will never go to any meeting anywhere. Everything he knows is what he now learned. Nobody has taught him anything. You will be dry very soon like Papu. Through wisdom and houses built. And by understanding. So how do you build a ministry without wisdom? Isaiah 33, 6. Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your time. You can't stabilize anything. How many men have come and we don't hear of them anymore? Lack of wisdom. It's not the devil. Lack of wisdom. The Bible, the wisdom scaled the city of the mighty. By your wisdom, you just, what kind of devil? Jesus is power and wisdom. So now, look at it. Every minister needs plenty of wisdom. People will people gather to hear wisdom wherever wisdom is people gather so wisdom gathers crowd and causes church growth how do i know that first kings 434 first kings 434 a pastor tested me that when he's preaching and he'll get angry and start insulting the church members you see the church will die first kings 434 look at it there came of all people to hear the wisdom of Solomon. So it's not only miracles that gather people, wisdom gathers them. From all the kings of the earth, which are head of his wisdom. And I'm not talking about oratio. Wisdom is knowledge that solves problems. Not the African type, where politicians have many degrees. And they can collect toe on the road, and the road is still potholes. You know, yesterday I was surprised. Somebody has gone to a restaurant and they have printed a, a bill for him. The food is the food is the, the food is hundred and thousand four hundred, and the tax alone is another four hundred. We are still paying COVID tax when COVID has passed long time. NHIS. It's ridiculous. But you see, we don't, we don't look at this. And these guys who are leading us, we need prayer. So. We need prayer. The wickedness. Eh? We need prayers. And me, I don't care the party that you belong. Me, I'm not a party man. I don't belong to any party in my life and I'll never be. But when something is wrong, a man of God should say, it is wrong. because pastors are afraid many wrong things will not happen but from now some spirit of boldness is coming upon men of god they say nobody should profess and another pastor is happy that they are saying people shouldn't profess the bible is a book of prophecy every day when you are on the altar you are actually prophesying 
anyone that attacks another man will attack you tomorrow so the church must be united i've never seen two imams fighting in public we are the only ones insulting one another in public apostle one apostle two teacher one teacher three who is giving the mass you see people will be surprised when we go to heaven many silent generals we will see people their names were never mentioned so be careful of this type of fake popularity that you want to be known it's not that god is making you no no you are trying to find a way and all this is a great man of god only god can decide who is great because his definition in the bible of greatness is rather humility not popularity who is the greatest in the kingdom of matthew 18 for let's use the bible now by all form of greatness you have to use the car like the one i'm using which is a gift <laughs> but you don't know you can go and find a price you, you see what will happen to you <laughs> who is great he must have a passport that has visa all over the world but that's not what the bible defines whosoever therefore when you see a humble man be afraid of him shall humble himself as this little child the same is the greatest most of the people we are calling famous they are disqualified by god i don't even know about myself i'm praying for myself now how does wisdom affect church growth first first kings 29 32 let's read this scripture god showed it to me a few days ago he said god gave solomon wisdom and understanding exceeding much gladness of heart and even as the sun that is upon the seashore wow solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east one man wiser than the whole asia and the wisdom of egypt egypt was the america by then for he is wiser than all men somebody say hey one man wiser than all men than Ethan, than Herman, than Chaco, than Dada, and the sons of Mount. And his fame was all round about. But his secret is invested too. He spoke 3,000 people and his songs were a thousand and one. Solomon was a singing apostle, singing politician. The Bible didn't say he wrote them, his songs, he sang them. These guys knew that the, 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 the relationship between thanksgiving excitement and praise and wisdom because you see thanksgiving lubricates your brains a pump fluid into your brain to think well solomon's wisdom was not only given it was maintained increased and sustained by his thanksgiving ability so today you see so many pastors are able to write songs and the more singing you become the more wiser you become you see so every pastor must see growth he must be a singing dancing exciting minister of god thanksgiving open doors of revelation and keep increasing your revelation second kings 3 15. the brighter your light the higher and the further you can go as revelation of the word increases the church will increase 
as the revelation of the word. Let's see, one of the areas we want to work on is the cell ministry, which many people don't want to hear about. If you, if you, if you play games with it, hmm? if the church, the, church, the church cannot grow beyond 200 without cells, you see? So, I've, I've had a target of 300, 300 cells, and now this is 311. My wife started one cell, and it has multiplied into seven cells. So, she alone has 100 members who come to church. And he gathers them to come. And he didn't pick the people from the church. He warned them at the place. This Tuesday, there was a man. My wife went to a place to open a cell. And there was a man who used to trouble them. He would come and say, whatever. Put your thing here. Whatever. The man fought them. And now he has followed them to the church. And it happens everywhere they go to start a cell. So the cells really multiply churches. But we don't want to go there because it's hard work. But the revelation will come. And so it is important that we thank him so we can get more revelation. Finally, thanksgiving causes God to increase everything in your ministry. Material, financial, it causes God to increase everything. David was very rich because he was a thanksgiving addict. Psalm 119 verse 164. Seven times a day. I'm, I'm always thinking, how will this man... It means every three hours he will pause. Dance a little, thank God a little and continue. 119164. How do I know David was rich? First Chronicles chapter 29 verse 2 to 4. First Chronicles 29. Put it in the ample, uh, message translation. You see it. First Chronicles 29. David was very rich. Okay, have you also seen that in the secular world, the singers have a lot of money? Why? Whoever you worship prospers you. And the greatest problem of Lucifer is competing for worship. So today you see a lot of young people who have sold their soul to him. And he has made them very rich. If you also sell your soul to God in Thanksgiving, I see riches coming into your ministry. Now look at it. So I have provided with all my mind for the house of my God, the gold for things of gold, silver for things of silver, bronze for things of bronze. This is David talking. Iron for things of iron, wood for things of wood, as well as oils and burial stones, stones to be set, stones of antimony, stones of various colors, and all sorts of precious stones, and marble stones in abundance. What they were. My own mind, this is from his private private whatever moreover because i have set my affection on the house of my god in addition to all that i have prepared for the holy house i have a private treasure of gold and silver which i give for the house of my god if the man was rich then he explained it it is three thousand talents of gold which means the weight of three thousand men if you weigh three thousand men their weight is the amount of gold he gave and 7,000 talents of refined silver for overlay. Where did he get all these things from? No thanksgiver is ever broke. No thanksgiver is ever broke. Don't use your mouth to finish the rice in your kitchen. Be thankful. I mean, this is the way I think. In the first place, I don't even deserve anything at all. Because there are people like me who up to today have no place to sleep. Am I better than them? No. 
go to the second bridge you see people are sleeping there and tell me which part of your body is different from them yesterday i have to let them take a, a, a guy who's having some challenges to psychiatric whatever they say they say it's from cameroon whatever whatever i say you take him let them whatever bishop will charge you money i say no problem and admission alone they collected me three thousand ghana city i don't know the guy who they just came to tell me that some mad guy be sleeping in front so i went there to see who the person is and he has used paper to cover his face so i can't even see his face when i left there when i was going the lord told me you could have been in this situation so if you were the one what would you have liked people to do for you you see yes so in the first place you don't deserve anything you are perf- you are complaining about your perfume that it doesn't keep long on you <laughs> my friend it's a kanchadia and kanchadia that you deserve so the reason why we are not thanking god is because of sense of entitlement oh i'm entitled you are entitled to nothing it is grace that has even given you a microphone in conclusion we must be giving thanks first Thessalonians 5 18 this is the will of god thanksgiving is the will of god so anybody not giving thanks you are outside his will thanksgiving is the will of god this is the will of god come and see how tuesday that's it jumping all over you want to i close my eyes so i don't look at some people when i look at them my thanksgiving will, will disappear it will evaporate i don't look at people when i'm thanking god yes i'm not i'm not a young man but i'm young ephesians 5 20 look at it those of us that have reasons to complain ephesians 5 20 will destroy all your reasons <laughs> ephesians 5 20. Eh? at all times and for everything giving thanks in the name of the lord jesus christ our father the king james says giving thanks always for all things give me king james always for all things always for all things very soon you have a very nice cow give him thanks give it no church that is worshiping under a tree will continue to be under the tree by december next year so give him thanks because he is on the way people are on the way i see men from bashalisha coming with your name and your phone number psalm 34 verse 1 i will bless the lord at all times ah, you, you are saying that because you have this how did i get those things mystery of thanksgiving me i don't pray for things i just thank god when i wake up i'll just be thanking god ah, thanking god thanking god thanking god thanking god thanking god as i'm busy thanking failing my time failing my time failing my time very soon even your enemies will bless you but the reason that is more important if you want your church to grow thank the one who grows things that's the key it's simple anytime you are complaining you are saying you are the one working no thank the one who grows things so as a pastor let's take the lead in singing and dancing and teach the congregation to do the same this is the secret of continuous church growth one of my sons he did something that touched my heart he sent me a text message 
at 2 a.m. And he said, yesterday when we came from Kumasi, I have counted 40 times I've traveled with you in a plane this year. 40 times. In the plane, going and coming, going and coming, going and coming. Someone is yet to step at the airport. You are not grateful. You are saying that, oh, you are sitting at the economy on first class. So, there are many pastors, even the beginning, they have not begun. Because of complaints. Are you the only one that people are fighting you to get a property? Come and ask Pastor Winfrey. It is a course in the school of ministry. People must fight you. Tell your, tell their friend that course, they will treat you with that course very soon. In case you, nobody has ever fought you. Here, they brought 60 military men with guns and compassion. You don't, you don't know, you don't know what people have been through. So when Winfred called me, that's when people are fighting the church. I say, God loves you. It's a cause. Are you the only one who have woke up and there's no money in your pocket before? Have you preached with one seat for three years before? Yes. Go and ask Bishop Oedipo. He said, any day I ate egg in the morning, I couldn't give offering. It shows you how broke he was. How much is an egg? Anytime I ate egg in the morning or Sunday, I can't give offering. So I told my wife, no more egg, so we can use the money for offering. So don't try to say that your case is worse. Your case is this. Your case is worse. You are rather worsening it with your ingratitude. But they were dancing their way in the grass cathedral. Dancing their way. And today he has built a city. You are the next to build a city for God. One day my, my, my two girls, they were complaining. I said, come here, sit down here. Why are you complaining? Oh, these ones, I don't like holics. I like conflicts. I like quicker oat. And I told them, I don't know the difference between quicker oat and conflicts. Because in our days, no. It's not, you don't have any option, no. Some of you, you, what you don't know is that your children are trying to bring curses to you. When you allow children to start complaining, that they are on this, that they are don't want this, that they are on this, and say, tell them, listen. So I sat the two of them down in the night. And I began to tell them where we are coming from. They said, oh, it's not true, you are lying, you are lying, you are lying. Because now when they look at my back, my background couldn't keep my back on the ground. But I want them never to complain again. They should be grateful to God. Teach everybody around you. Some of you, your, your, your workers are the ones helping you to offend God. Some of you, your wife or your husband is the, your assistant complainant. Anytime he comes, this. Anytime. You think that the men who are on the forefront today, Dr. Otabel, he used to pack ice block in his car. When they get to circle, he will open the bonnet and drop the ice block inside there the engine so that it will not be stopping you are not the only one <laughs> is that our people don't listen to their stories archbishop when he had the wedding the next sunday they didn't have a car so the wife walked with a wedding gown cleaning the floor sweeping the floor he left and said i'm going to check when we finish camp and the lady walked those days wedding gown sweeping the floor into the church 
Pastor, you are able at the age of 18, never wore a shoe. Is that your story? He never wore a shoe till the age of 18, but today he's flying aircraft. Don't you see that these men do have walked the same walk, but their life of thankfulness has changed their future today. I don't care where you are coming from. Two years from today, three years from today, four years from today, five years from today, your story will hit headline news. All you need is to use the kingdom mystery, thanksgiving. It is the multiplier. Thanksgiving has a multiplier effect. Always be thankful. Lift up your two hands. You deserve the glory. And the honor. Somebody's church will multiply this Sunday. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve the glory. Is there any grateful pastor here? And the Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. For you are great, you do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. For you are great, you do miracles so great. Everybody lift your handkerchief. We are, you are about to multiply your bank account, multiply your church members. Amen. Multiply. When our church started, we had one instrumentalist who was disabled. The way the man troubled me. I give him money to hire, he will go and chop the money. Every day when he can, I give him. One of the instrumentalists I took to university later told me, Pastor Prince, that the music in the church is not professional music after he graduated ungratefulness but today we have more than 50 instrumentalists thanking god eh? I, I i confidence who came yesterday so i was almost coming with him but i think some meeting i, I wanted him to come and then i go to holland and i said do you know confidence they so he came here he, he failed he ran out but today he's a champion in canada he has been made an ambassador Youngest man flying a jet. He, he can even he's now even a pilot himself. Which which education? So I answer, I said, Kofi, where did you get here? He told me some war story. Listen, if you won't give up eh, and continue to tango, your story will change you. It will not change, it will change for better, for better, for better, for better. <laughs> Lift your handkerchief. Before we finish dancing, your mobile account will be filled with some Christmas bonus. <laughs> Before we finish dancing, God is giving you new singers, new instrumentalists, new people into the church who will come and do many things for you. So for the whole year, every pastor, we are going to dance. Reverend Prince just returned from Canada after many years of never traveling before. What a blessing. Those of you who have not traveled next year, I see you. God opening the door for you.
Man of God, sing some song. Let's let's praise God for the next ten minutes. As you are dancing, you make your Thanksgiving offering. Every man of God get us a Say you are Alpha. You are Alpha. 
and of me. Wait, wait, God said, We worship you. We worship you. Hey. You, you, you are worthy. We give you all, oh, we give you. Come on, wait, man. You are worthy. Wait, 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 wait. We give you all. We give you love. Celebrate it. We worship you. We worship you. You are worthy. Let's do this one. Says I want to come back. Hey, lift it up. Say I won't ferry Jesus, Ebube, 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 Ebube,
between now and November will happen this month. Yeah. How many times have you gotten opportunity to express yourself like this? Every day in prayers. Every day in prayers. Every day in prayers. Every day in prayer. David said he will pray three times a day, but he will pray seven times. Are we reading the Bible or what? This are not, nobody knew the anointing more than David. And it's the anointing we are looking for. Nobody knew anointing more than David. Psalm 92, Psalm 89, Psalm 45. Nobody knew anointing than him. And he was a priest addict. But look, we look like prime ministers. The last time they came to check our body, me, there's no one sickness inside my body. I have my report there. Not one. The doctor asked my wife, what, 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 what food does your husband? He said, I eat the food that every normal human being is eating. No one sickness in my not one, no one. Why? Thanksgiving addict. 
The Bible says, drug do well like medicine. Instead of drinking services, drink Thanksgiving. And jumping by the roadside all the way. Car is almost about to knock you. Do the jumping, but it's not the jumping. It's the God who is working inside your body. Many of you have been healed of many dangerous diseases. That's where I'm saying. And let me tell you the truth. Behind many pastors' diseases is depression. Pastors are the most depressed people, complain people. He said, this church building, now we are building, whatever. Some of them have gone ahead of God to borrow money when he didn't send them. And so their excitement is gone. Sunday morning, everyone is dancing. Pastor is standing there. And yet you say you are looking for anointing. The man that told us, that taught us about the anointing. Nobody talk about the anointing more than David. You can check your Bible. He was a Thanksgiving addict. We can't take part of his teachings and leave the practicality. You understand? I like teachings about the anointing. Why don't you do what the anointed men were doing? So most of the time, we remain at the level of knowledge instead of moving to wisdom. Yes. Let's do what they did. He said, if you are Abraham's children, do what Abraham did. What kind of dance do you think David was dancing that he crossed fell down? He was standing there doing like this, like this. It was a crazy dance. Then I'm saying that. It may not mean anything to you because all of us want to look important. But it means a lot to God. So when it comes to praise, forget yourself. Because as you are dancing, you look at somebody, he said, we all want to look very cute. But I'm saying that Thanksgiving has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with him. So tell the people in your church who come there looking at people, we're looking at big man with big problems. Big problems. As I started getting closer to big people, I see that most of them is loans that have made them like that. Their car is on loan. Everything they, they have, they have big companies with big debt. Be careful. You are not when anybody start dancing and jumping around. Yes. Very soon he will move you from cord microphone to cordless microphone. <laughs> Very soon, he will move you from Okada to a car. From economy class to business class to first class. It's gradual, 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 gradual. Today, you are using roll-on that doesn't spend one hour on you. Take it easy. Very soon, your perfume will enter your body. Yes. Everything is in degrees. Oh. That's why if you stop tanking, you stop moving forward. There are perfumes, 10 CDs. Some are five, five, five CDs. Some are 500 CDs. Some is $50. Some is $100. Some is $400. Some is 1,500 pounds. But you have not read there, so you don't understand what you are saying. But you see, don't stop anywhere because God's blessings are unlimited. Small time we are settled. I have a four-wheel drive. What about giving it out? If you will not stop tanking him, he will continue to fill your tank and fill your tank and fill your tank and fill your tank and fill your tank. Fill your tank. It comes a time, sometimes when I go to church, I don't like churches that are filled with too many big people because they don't make the church alive. Yes. And if you don't take us as a pastor, they will condition you. Be careful of those kind of people. 
they are the way they look. You see, they want to bring their bank into the church. One day I was invited to preach in a bank, and I told them, if you make yourself a bank, the service will close. You say it's Thanksgiving for bank people. Everybody is standing there. Sunday morning, bank people, like Iron Rod, I fired two shots. <laughs> Everybody lose their banging nature. Now, we began to dance all over the place. I told them, I said, you can't come to Thanksgiving without singing. This is not a banking hall. Fire all over the place. So, be careful. Amen and amen. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I see your bank account becoming refreshed. Take your seat. Please. We are not teaching this because it's December. Let it be your lifestyle. How many of you want continuous growth? Continuous supply of resources. Continuous supply. From today, I declare, you won't go one week without money in your pocket. And a man of God's money doesn't come through salary. If you depend on those things, you'll die. It comes from income, from everywhere. Yes. Very soon, your elders will be concerned about you. Because they will see you using things they didn't give you. And then they just they start getting confused. Amen. Now, we, we have a little party downstairs. When we go, those of you who are traveling, try and eat within 30 minutes. But please, make sure you are there for interaction. You see, some of you don't know anybody. When you are now about to travel, you start calling. Uh, uh, man of God, um, can you connect me to somebody from whatever? Is it that somebody you are trying to connect today came to greet you three years ago? You didn't respond to the greetings. <laughs> today he is somebody. My God! Says, as, Maswell went to Denver. He's Bishop Sam is a champion in Denver now. He has a church there. Uh, you see him today, you won't greet him. That's how we connect. Greet. Be a man of a man. You cannot be a pastor who doesn't like people. So try to flow. Try to what? Flow. We are not snakes of his pasture. We are sheep of his pasture. And sheep are always moving together. Amen. So um, three, three, three important announcements. Number one, let your 31st night be like a crusade. Anytime you are going to do that, be thinking, this is a crusade for me. I, don't, I wonder why pastors don't preach salvation on 31st. I wonder why they are preaching. Because that is the day sinners come to church. How is your revelation? They don't understand all the sinners. It doesn't matter what you are preaching. Swing into salvation. When you are ending, talk about salvation. 31st is the night when sinners are not invited, but they came. And many people wasted. Many people wasted. They will use it for some things. And the message with a strong salvation message. 31st is the night when people came uninvited. And then we are playing games. So go out there. If you have not, you have not already distributed 31st December night flyers, print it with your mobile phone, sell it. Go to the area and distribute. We just did 14,000 distribution of flyers. You don't sit in the chair. Go and tell them, come and see. You are not telling anybody how would they come. And invite them. And let every church member be involved. Share it and tell everybody to bring somebody. And please, when they come, in your message, dedicate 20 to 15 minutes. Preach about salvation. And make an altar call. Make a strong altar call. 
and let most of the sinners get saved get saved get saved get saved number two sit down and compare the report of all that the lord has done this year present it in the church and let them give thanks like this coming sunday i will let pastor let's show how many souls came how many were saved how many were sustained how many people were we able to baptize because we have all the records and it will let you know sometimes 500 people came to church but only 50 stayed because we are not keeping records you don't actually know what is happening so everybody go if you don't have a secretary find somebody who can write and sit down and think about all the church write it we started the year tabulate all of them someday if you have it just put it on or let somebody read what the lord did is the lord is and then lead the whole church into thanksgiving and then everybody must start january with prayer and fasting prayer and fasting if you can do seven days do it if you can do 14 days i always start with 21 days and this is the magic all the offerings that we receive use it as a first food for the church listen don't be in a hurry to always meet your needs those who are need conscious never meet their needs so i tell the pastors that's what we do here eh? and i make sure that the first fruit i increase it every year learn it some people are talking nonsense in town there's nothing called first fruit whatever whatever they only read the bible see so begin the year with a seed for yourself and the church don't begin the year just like that you just say no 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 a seed must enter the ground start the year with a seed this is what i'm showing on behalf of the whole church this is what i so what i do is that all the 21 days prayer fast i'll gather all the money i go if it doesn't reach the amount i want to sow, i have to find money and add it and that's how we go through the year many pastors don't think about that one they just say oh god in the name of jesus 2024 shall be a good year my friend nothing multiplied by nothing is equal to nothing <laughs> no matter how it rains if you have not planted anything the rain will just go and then another thing i want you to teach your church january teach everybody to change his offering tell them if you were giving five cities add something you see increase is increase it can even be one cent increase if you keep giving the same thing your results will be the same so here every first january i tell everybody change your offering me i know how my offering used to be this year and this is how, how i say everybody should pick a certain currency if you want to use 10 cities to increase your offering fine five cities some people can use 100 ghana to increase their offering so as the years go by you see your offering increasing you started with 100 ghana 2024 you are 200 2023 this is how you push increase don't wait for god to increase you have to initiate the increase paul planted apollo well if they did nothing there will not be increase so this is the this has some few things so here first january 31st now i say hey next coming sunday everybody change your offering you can change it with even coins and people have done it in miracles so in the church here everybody knows how much it is so we don't need to take first offering second offering third offering whatever whatever because if you know that every sunday this is what you are giving even if i say three offering you divide it coco 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 and give it to me <laughs> and so teach it the pastor must teach people many things don't just assume that people will do 
you start first i don't know your normal offering on sunday if you are giving 100 make it 150 or 200 do it by faith don't say my offering my uh, whatever my salary has not been increased no one will increase your salary god is the one so you take a prophetic initiative a prophetic initiative and do that and you will see what is going to happen to you the seed shall prosper and so don't just start the year you increase everything everybody is praying for increase in all areas but they never increase the thing they do for god do you understand so teach the whole church hey hey everybody then you will see that people now start sharing testimony people now sharing testimonies and it's going to be a great blessing amen so it's a blessing lift your hands and thank god for 2023 yes amen 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 glory to god amen father we thank you we bless you for everyone that is here next year we are going to see more increase we are going to see more breakthroughs now, everybody that came to this tank TV service watch out there is something waiting for you outside there is something waiting for you in your church there is something waiting for you before 12 midnight tonight some major increase and breakthrough will hit your life some of you are driving your car before 31st anything that has been hanging 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 with your name on it i declare it drops it drops it drops it drops people who decided to bless you and they've changed their mind my god they are turning back their mind in the name of jesus to be a blessing to you lift your hands and begin to thank the lord thank you for listening to this message we believe your needs were met and every word kept you in closer fellowship with the holy spirit once more find us on facebook by searching holy hill chapel ag or reverend kojo Bartendemper. or you can join our supernatural generation family you can also subscribe on YouTube by searching Kojo Bwatimbempa for our video messages to further boost your faith. We look forward to hearing your testimony through any of our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.